0: Hey there, welcome to Imperfectly Pollyanna, a podcast where we have real and honest talk while finding the positive in the imperfections, whether in homeschool, faith, health, or overall life. I am your host, Courtney, a faith-filled homeschool mom of two, certified health coach, medical professional, and eternal optimist. When reading over social media posts, I have noticed a common thing, and I'm sure you have too. Parents being unhappy with the things that their children are having to travel through, whether it be in the current school system or exposures to current events or hot topics. The fact is, our children are confused because the world is confused. I mean, do you feel that way too? They respond based on natural instinct, as well as how we have taught them by example. And what they are exposed to. Think about it. Kids learn from what they see. And if they see confusion, they're going to feel confused. I mean, I know that whenever I'm in a chaotic atmosphere, I feel chaotic inside. You feed off of what you are surrounded with. So our kids are exposed to all these different types of lifestyles and opinions and belief systems or lack of belief systems. They've had things like school being online or virtual or just all up in the air. They have no idea what's going on. And I know we're in summer at this point, but it still holds true that things have just been chaotic. As Vodi Bochum said, you cannot send your children to Caesar and be surprised when they return as Romans. In other words, if you send your children, Into a war zone, don't be surprised whenever they come back as the people that you've sent them in there to be around and to be influenced by. If you are convicted, bothered, upset, stressed, or whatever over what is going on with your children, I say this in love, but stop complaining and bemoaning about it and take action. We can pray all day long and God does hear us. However, sometimes I think when we pray, We already know the answer, yet we think that God is silent. We pray for our children's protection in all sorts of things, when it comes to helping them learn new skills like riding a bike or swimming, or even as they head off to college. We would never intentionally put them in harm's way, yet we cry out to God for help when it comes to other challenges. Why do we as parents or even as individuals feel powerless when it comes to making decisions for our kids? Are we afraid of messing them up? Are we afraid they will hate us, need therapy as adults, or lose them forever? I know that I have felt that way. I'm not just saying this to you. I'm saying this to myself. Sometimes I think that we get so afraid because we have been told, don't say this to your child. Don't do this with or against or to your child. And we live in this fear that we're going to say or do the wrong thing. We're going to just completely ruin them. Now, If that's the case, then let's think about the future. If we live in fear of screwing up our kids, let me ask you, what is the alternative of not doing anything? That's a rhetorical question, by the way. I'm not actually going to answer it for you. (laughs) I am a proud keep them in a bubble mom. We can let the world raise our kids or we can take action. Be involved, be that parent. I grew up living in a very sheltered home i'm a pastor's kid and i'm proud of it i was a good preacher's kid by the way but yes we were sheltered from a lot of things we were protected we didn't get to go to the movies we didn't get to listen to the latest secular music i did get to listen to 104 fm wiky and listen to delilah (laughs) i gotta listen to that that was great but there were certain things that we were not allowed to do. And we weren't allowed to be involved with. That was my parents' decision. I'm not saying that they were perfect. They obviously made mistakes. They're human. I make mistakes as a parent. I also make mistakes as just me, as an individual. We all make mistakes. But the fear of making a mistake shouldn't stop us from doing the right thing. So like I said, I'm proud. I'm proud that I want to keep my kids in a bubble. This doesn't mean that I want to control them. In fact, I want to do just the opposite. It does mean getting out of our own comfortable routine and boxes and show them by example. It means immersing ourselves in our purpose, our interests, our passions. It means being involved with them. Parenting is not for the faint of heart. I know. (laughs) But... If you weren't meant to be a parent, it wouldn't have happened. There is nothing surprising to God. He knew where you'd be at this moment. He knew that you'd be listening to me on the podcast. He knew the children you would have in your care. He knew the experiences you would have, the struggles you would endure, the doubts you would face. When you try to learn something new, as much as we may want to just automatically do it perfectly, it doesn't work that way. When my daughter was first learning how to read, she was so frustrated because she wanted to just suddenly start reading. She got annoyed at having to learn the basics first. She didn't understand why she couldn't just make up her mind to read a chapter book, and it happened like the snap of a finger. Bless her heart. (laughs) Nowadays, you can learn practically anything from the internet. We have a running joke in our house that no matter how strange of a question my kids have, we just say, let's Google it or let's ask Siri. And for extra laughter, if you've not tried it before, ask Siri, what does the fox say? You're welcome for the endless entertainment for your children, but my apologies for the annoyance it will eventually cause you. Anywho, while you can learn all the things you may want, or even not want to know on the internet, there still hasn't been a rock-solid, foolproof parenting book. I don't care how great the author is, there are some really good ones, but if they are human, they are imperfect. And so are we, me and you. We are imperfect parents, waiting our way through each season of life with kids and, do I dare say I'm not the only one who feels both terrified and excited as another one approaches? It's normal to feel like you're failing as a parent. Shoot, I felt I felt as a mom, a wife, a daughter, a sister, a woman, and especially as a Christian. I've recently had several conversations, all from different friends, that revolve around similar concerns. The worry over how to handle current worldly hot topics and how it affects our kids and even our family as a whole. How do we navigate the awkward conversations? Balance the ability to have open conversations with our kids while still giving the best advice we can? I love my parents, but I was not a kid that really wanted to talk about my emotions. I didn't I didn't. I just didn't. I love to talk, but I didn't want to open up whenever I was hurting emotionally. And because of that, I didn't feel like I had the best open conversation or open, I don't know. I can't even think of the word right now, but the ability to talk openly with my parents. (laughs) At least not like in like the early teen years, I guess. As I got older, then it got normal and and now I can talk to them about almost everything. But back to the conversations, we've talked about, like, what about protecting them? Preserving their innocence while helping them navigate living in the world around us right now because we're not going to be able to shield them from the world, right? Is it possible to protect them without keeping them so sheltered that they have no idea about reality once they are out from under our care? Let me ask you something. Let's say you are at a zoo, And you approach the lion's cage right at feeding time. You see the lion, pace him back and forth. Would you willingly send your child in unarmed, without protection or having the aid of someone who knows how to deal with a wild animal? I feel like that seems like a pretty straightforward answer, right? (laughs) So let's switch that up a bit. What if you're out on rough waters, maybe rafting or what have you, kayaking? but let's say that you're out on rough waters with your child and you turn your head for a second and they are snatched by the waves. Would you just sit and watch them be swept away? Now in the first scenario with the lion, I am 100% positive you would never willingly let your child walk directly into danger. You would make sure that he was protected and in fact wasn't able to even have a chance to go into that cage, right? In the second scenario with the water and the waves, Would you have made sure to do a safety check before even going out on the water? Would you have made sure your child had a safety vest on? Other means of protection or ways to get help? Would you have done everything in your power to not only make sure she was safe before you left the shore, but also done everything you could to save her if she still got swept away? Obviously, of course you would. I know I would. So let me ask you. Are you willing to sit back and let your child walk into the mouths of lions or be swept away in the dangerous waves that the world is throwing their way? There is a balance in sheltering your child and controlling what they are exposed to or what they're involved in. People who say they're afraid of failing their kids if they homeschool them because they aren't educated enough, don't have a degree, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera, I totally understand that, but let me tell you, you cannot fail your child when you are their biggest fan and the biggest protector they have outside of God. You cannot fail them when their safety and well-being are your first priority. Yes, I know we run a chance of our children rebelling when they are older. Hi, I was one of those young adults. I'm not saying we should strangle our kids or lock them up in the basement until they are 18. However, don't get me wrong. I'm sure we've all felt like that might not be a bad idea. But what I am saying is that if you do nothing, If you just sit and wring your hands, saying, this world is just so awful and I'm scared for my children, or I can't believe what my kid is doing, or I can't believe that they're doing this or that, or I wish I knew what to do. If you sit there and just say all of that, your child is still in your care. Do something. They may be angry with you. They may roll their eyes. They may say things that rip your heart into pieces. But God. Again, there is nothing surprising to him. He sees them just as much as he sees you, and he loves them more than you do. He created them in his image. He did not make a mistake, and they should know that. I hear so many parents worrying over their kids and what they're experiencing or being exposed to by social media in school. I get that worry. It makes me full on angry when I see how the world has twisted even the most innocent of things. I want to scream out, why can't they just be kids? When I was little, I was a tomboy. A proud tomboy, by the way. I loved climbing trees, playing soccer in my backyard, and even creating these weird science experiments from both outside items and whatever I could find to mix them with from the pantry. Sure, I worried over whether or not a boy liked me, if I was accepted by my peers, and all that typical growing up sort of stuff. We can't get away from the world progressing and evolving. The world isn't going to just suddenly get better. We won't be able to go back to the good old days. But we also cannot, at least I cannot, just lay down and let the world raise our children. They were put in our care for a reason. We were gifted them to raise. We make mistakes and we will continue to make mistakes. And we need to own them when that happens. So don't ever think that it's too late, that you've screwed up too much as a parent, that you've let your kids down too much and now it's too far gone to turn back. The world would like you to believe that you have no idea what you're doing. The world tells our kids that we, as the parents, don't understand them. We will hate them if they are confused about who they are. It wants to cause division, fear, all the things that are not from God, but then it paints this beautiful picture to show that this is normal, it shows. Look at us; we are the ones who love you. It offers immediate satisfaction of our sinful nature. I get that homeschooling is not for everyone. I get that there are places and families where the current school setup is perfect for them. Their kids are thriving. They're being educated, educated not to be confused with indoctrinated, and they have a good experience. At least, I like to think that that's the case. Maybe you're someone who has a kid that seems to be doing pretty good, has good friends, makes good grades, appears to have a really good life. Maybe you're someone who is really struggling with your kid or teenager. They're struggling in school, with friends, with emotions, and you simply don't know what to do. By simply being present and paying attention, I just want you to know that you are not failing your kid. Whether your family is thriving or feels as if it's dying, there are still things that you can do. Because we all know, just about the time you think all is well, a wrench gets thrown in the mix, am I right? Time after time, there are endless accounts in the Bible about how the ones chosen by God to do really mighty things completely screw things up. Seriously, how many times did God have to hear the Israelites whine and moan about how unfair life was for them, and yet he would still provide, guide, protect, and forgive them? David was a murderer. And an adulterer. He just royally messed things up. Several times. Yet God took his mistakes. Saw his heart. The Bible says that David was a man after his own heart. And he still blessed him. Now that may not sound like it goes with what we're talking about today. But I'm telling you it does. We can royally screw up as parents. Our kids can and will royally screw up as well. Yet We are all still loved and can be forgiven. We are not beyond redemption. None of us. Just because we make mistakes as parents doesn't excuse us for not doing what we have been called to do. It doesn't change the fact that we don't get to just lie down and take it as the world rips our children out of our arms, devouring them like a hungry lion. I have so much to say on this subject and... I'm not sure I've done much to really be helpful or encouraging, but if you're struggling with your family today and you are wringing your hands unsure of what to do in a situation, I can't tell you exactly what to do. I don't have all the answers. I don't even have like a quarter of them. But I can tell you, don't give up. I can tell you, there is a plan. I can tell you that God sees you. He hears you and he will guide you. But I will also tell you that it doesn't mean he will wave a magic wand and make it all better. Now, could he do that? Of course he could. He can do whatever he wants. However, he expects us to do our part. Maybe you're not sure what that looks like. Can I offer you some love? Don't be afraid to step out of your comfort zone and stand up to the world. Don't be afraid to have your kid hate you for yanking them out of school and choosing to homeschool. Don't be afraid to have the difficult talks. Love your children enough to go down fighting for their souls. I'm not telling you to yell at them and speak the truth, but in anger, that, my friend, will get you nowhere. Love. Real love is the answer. Find someone you trust to speak to about your concerns and how to handle things. Search out resources to help you do what needs to be done. Most importantly seek answers in God. If you're not one to talk to him very often or much more than a quick prayer, I'm going to challenge you right now to dive deeper. Maybe you already do more than just a quick prayer. I'm going to challenge you as well to dive deeper than you are right now, and I'm challenging myself at the same time. Remember how I said there's no perfect parenting how-to book? Well, there's not. But we don't have to do this without any guidance. You just need the right kind. Be brave. Do the uncomfortable. Challenge yourself to grow as a parent. There is nothing surprising to God, and He has led you to this point and will not abandon you now. When you dive deeper into your relationship with Him, peace and wisdom will come. You can do this. If you've not done so already, I encourage you to follow this podcast on the platform you're listening to right now. It's free, and it'll give you an alert the next time an episode airs. I'm hoping this podcast finds those needing encouragement, support, and community. If that's you, you found a friend, Hi. If you know of someone who would enjoy being a part, I'd love if you would share this with them. I hope you'll continue showing up as we find the good together. Remember, you are loved. And I am so glad you're here. See you next time.